As we recognized FCA this Sunday, uh, what we wanted to show you that, uh, that as we support our schools, we're investing a lot of money into these kids. And uh, the schools use these monies, as we can hear, very wisely in the way that they use them, more than we could ever dream of. And if you've ever been involved in a, in a FCA or a church youth group or a college campus ministry or a military chaplain's program, the purpose of these programs is to produce life-changing moments in the lives of those involved and hopefully changing moments for Jesus Christ. And I can say here with confidence that everyone here today should have had what I would call a life-changing moment in your past. And some moments have been good, some have been bad, a bankruptcy, an arrest, a divorce, maybe fired from work. But I think as you look over your life, I think there's good ones. For us men, it may be that first time that we saw our future wives. Or parents, the first time you held your baby in your hands. And see, what we're trying to do as a church is invest in these life-changing events or putting financing and helping people that produce these life-altering moments in the life of young people to where they happen in their lives. And it's amazing because a lot of times these life-changing moments are, are unexpected when they happen. And it's amazing to see how God is working in the lives of people because people, it's like a light goes on when they understand that God created them for a purpose, a, a purpose bigger than they could ever imagine and to understand that God is even calling them into ministry at times to put back into their community. And what we see today is the example of Luke 5. And one day Jesus was standing by the lake of Gerasset, and the people were crowding around him, listening to the word of God. And he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. And he sat and taught the people there. Now, one of the things that this shows us about this is Peter is an average and ordinary person, but one of the things we can see about Jesus is there's no accidental encounter with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ inserts himself into people's lives at the appropriate time. As we say, notice the moment of time here. It says one day in verse 1. And what we see happening here is Jesus is inserting himself into the lives of his disciples or his future disciples. And he gets into their boat. And, and here's what happens is Peter has a one-on-one -on -one encounter with Jesus Christ. And what we see is Jesus pursuing Peter. And Jesus lays it on Peter's heart. And all of a sudden, Peter is changed. Now also we notice when he got in the boat that, that Peter took that little step of faith to say yes to Jesus Christ because Jesus knew that if he could get Jesus or Jesus could get Peter's attention that he could change him. 
And Jesus changes people when he gets their attention, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. But the truth is, if you're going to hang out with Jesus long enough, you're not going to stay the same. And you can't see the Son of God and look at yourself the same for the rest of your life. Because Jesus changes people and Jesus changes the trajectory of your, their life. But then all of a sudden, if you go back to that scripture passage, you'll see that Jesus had a request of them. We see that he says in verse 4, he says, Put out into the deep water and let out the nets for a catch. See, Jesus wanted to, Peter to do something big here. And it was a big request Jesus made of them because fishermen didn't fish in the day. And they'd already been out all night fishing unsuccessfully. So Jesus asked them to do something that doesn't make sense. And to do it also in front of the people on the shore watching. And isn't that strange the way Jesus will make us come out of the shadows and step out of the darkness to do publicly what he asked us to do? But you see that in verse 5, he goes on and answers, Master, we've worked hard all night and we haven't caught anything. But notice these words that he says here. He says in verse 5, But because you say so, I will let the nets down. That brings us to the second point. Because I say so, or because you say so, I will. That phrase can change everything in your life or mine. You see, some things were about to happen that Peter couldn't understand. And the same is true for us when we follow Jesus. And the thing is, we don't have to understand him completely. We don't have to understand Jesus completely to obey him immediately. And, and he didn't give Peter some long-range vision of this is what the next three years are going to be, and you're going to cut off an ear in the Garden of Gethsemane, and, and you're going you're to be finding an empty tomb, and you're going to preach to 3,000 people, and you're going to change all kinds of lives. He didn't give him that 10-year plan. Jesus just spoke to Peter in that moment. And Peter said, because you say so, I will. And Peter's whole life changed. And that same kind of response should come out of us when Jesus talks to us. Where, because you say so, I will. Because it produces a transformation in our life when we say, I will. Because, see, there are times I don't think we recognize the God we're worshiping or the Savior we're praying to. And we forget he's all-powerful and reigns over the entire universe. Now, if you look in Luke chapter 5, verse 6, it said, and when they had done so, they caught a large number of fish, so large their nets began to break. So the disciples did what Jesus asked. They took action. But what it shows is, is that Jesus has greater plans for Peter's life than Peter had for his own life. And Jesus wanted more for Peter than Peter would ever realize or want for himself. And isn't that true of us? That God wants more out of us than we could ever imagine. And we can't trust ourselves with our, our own lives 
But we can trust God with our lives because Jesus has greater plans for our lives than we can ever imagine. And it starts with simply saying, because you say so, I will. It starts with a moment. It starts with what is God trying to do with your life and my life right now? Not 10 years down the road. And so what happens is, is both boats get filled up with with so much fish that, that they can't haul it all in. And, and what we see happening is, is Jesus really impacted their life. And we see it happen when, if you look in verse 5, Jesus is called by Peter, Master. And Master is a sign of respect in verse 5. But if you look a little further down, what you see is that he says, Lord, If you say so, I will. So what are you calling Jesus? Are you calling him just simply master, which is a sign of respect? Or are you calling him Lord? Because if we call him Lord, we're worshiping the God that created the heaven and earth. And that's what happened to Peter. Peter suddenly recognized Jesus as Lord and and knew how great he was. In fact, if you look at verse 9 of of chapter 5, it says, For he and all of his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken in. And that word astonished describes what Jesus did for them. And it is a word that can describe what Jesus can do in our life. If we will just say, because you say so, I will, we will see astonishing things happening. Life-altering moments occur. And we can see things change. Because what we see happening here is that these disciples' whole, whole vision was changed. They were changed from fishermen who caught fish to fishers of men and their lives begin to impact not the the lake but those around us and so what happened is Peter's life was transformed and thousands of years later we're still talking about those fishermen because they responded in a moment Because you say so, I will. Whose life are you impacting? Whose life is Jesus calling you to change? We need to understand that as as followers of Jesus Christ and as we invest our money into these FCA programs, it's all about producing those encounters with Jesus Christ to where these young people and the people around us suddenly figure out that He's not just master, but he's Lord. So the question I want to ask today, we are a a church that is trying to impact the community through our giving to the FCA programs, but what are you doing? What is it that you need to say, because you say so, I will, and do in your life? Let us pray. Lord, as we gather here this morning, we just thank you for these ministries we see going on. And we just pray that our church will still be faithful as we see 
these men who spoke today that are carrying out the work of, of, of the evangelism and the spreading of the gospel seed into our school systems. And now we pray that we will be those people too that spread it in our lives and all the contact we make from day to day in the world that we live in. And we'll do it because you say so. It's in your name we pray. Amen. <clears throat>